and and it's so obvious yet i think like we just ignore that stuff like we don't see those as signals at least i haven't for a long time and just like becoming more like self-aware of like my body and how i'm feeling and like checking in with myself constantly makes me realize like oh like i have the ability to like see what people and situations serve me and don't serve me you know no i love that I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra, and this is Detached. We're two women in our mid-twenties who have a lot to say about literally everything. We try to focus on what we have learned through our emotional and spiritual growth. We're here to have open, vulnerable, and sometimes pretty hard conversations with each other. Just a reminder, we don't speak for any 12-step programs. All we have are our own stories to share. We are so excited to go on this journey with you all. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Detached. I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra. This is a special episode because we are recording in person together again. Coming at you live. <laughs> live from New York or Hannah Jane's apartment. Oh my gosh. Um, yes, we are back to the basics. <laughs> back to the basics. So get ready for feedback. Yeah. In the background. I know you can hear like a very small hum of Hannah Jane's fridge. But it's okay. It's she's okay. working. We know yes, she's working. Yes. <laughs> it's all that matters. Oh, but yeah, we we just wanted to record in person today. We just went to a really fun cycle class. Yes, that um, was awesome. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, but should we like literally just jump right into yeah. it? Because yeah, let's do it. I think we, well, okay, so what we were sort of talking about last night was we were like, the concept of looking at a situation, deciding like, whether you're going to do something or not or whether you're going to spend time around certain people or not like based on like how that situation makes you feel in your body and I don't know Hannah Jane if you want to give an example because I know that's kind of like vague and maybe doesn't make a whole lot of sense but like I don't know you know well you know I feel like the decisions we make have such a direct impact on our literal physical bodies so um, not only like our health, but literally like how we physically feel. So I don't know. I, I think I'm moving out of my saying no era and moving mm. into my saying yes era <laughs> with boundaries. We're ready for it. We're ready for, <laughs> for yes, Hannah Jane. Um, and it's been really fun for me to say yes, but know my limits. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And to say no and know my limits. Because, you know, I think I've always been the kind of person where it's like, I have to like every single person I meet. But that isn't true necessarily. And I think that there can be people that can be very draining and there can be people that are very energizing. And you really can choose who you want to spend your Mm -hmm. time with Mm -hmm. and who's filling your cup. Because the reality is, I'm not going to, not everyone's my preference, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm not everyone's preference. Mm -hmm. I am well aware of that. Um, So it's it's a weird feeling because I know we were both talking about how we have just kind of been discovering this. Right. Um, 
so I don't know. But yeah, I don't know if that's a really good. Yeah, no, it, and it and it's so interesting because, like you said, like I I heard on um you know one of my favorite podcasts, like they say, like you know you don't have to say that you dislike somebody or, you know, you really like something, like you can just say, you know what, that person's not my preference or that situation, like going and doing that thing. Like for me, you know, ice skating's not my preference. That's crazy, (laughs) Sierra. (laughs) And it's okay. I'm not like, oh my God, I hate ice skating because I can't do it. It's so horrible. I'm just like, you know, it's not my preference. Doesn't mean it's always going to not be my preference. Like I'm very open to trying things again that I'm not good at. But for right now, like, that's just, this is such a dumb example. <laughs> not but it's so just not, not yeah, like, not, like, my, and the same with somebody, like, you know, when you meet somebody, and I think it's, it's very important to not be like, oh my god, wow, like, I didn't like them and their energy or whatever. Like, it just, it's more like, oh, you know, that wasn't, that person wasn't for me, they were not my preference. I am very protective of my energy and, like, where I spend my energy and my time. So, like, I'm going to just set that boundary and say, you know what, I just – I don't choose to be around that person, you know? Yeah, totally. And I think I've been getting better at not putting myself in situations I don't want to be in. I think for so long I was saying yes with no boundaries. Right. And – it felt, it was so, like, anxiety-inducing. Like, my whole body was anxious. I wasn't having a good time. I wasn't happy, but I felt like I was obligated right. to do those, like, things. And I don't know. I think I got to the point um, yesterday as a late 20-year-old who was like, no, you know what, Hannah Jane? I actually can say no. I, I have the power to be, like, oh, you know what? Um, I actually am not going to do that. I hope you have a great time. Thank mm-hmm. you. I kind of need the night to literally just for myself. Right. And that is such a valid like right. event. Right. I think I've been a lot better lately at choosing the situations I want to put myself in and I want to be in. Um, and I'm getting a lot better at choosing myself. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't feel guilty anymore. Right. I used to feel really guilty right. for, you know, bailing on plans or saying no because I thought I had an obligation to everyone else but myself. Right. I didn't care how I felt. I cared about what other people thought of me. Mm. So it's like, oh, if Hannah Jane doesn't go to this thing, she doesn't like me or she's mad or whatever. And it's like, you know what? I'm okay with other people having a story for me. Because as long as I know the story for myself, that's kind of the only thing that matters, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's weird. I, I feel like I'm going through a lot of really cool things right now. And a lot of them are really really confusing, but really special. What are the confusing things that are also really special? I think confusing in the way where it's so foreign from anything that I've ever experienced for myself before. Um just because I've never chosen me, Mm. you know, I've always chosen other people before myself. Mm. And it's confusing because I think at first I felt a lot of guilt and I didn't feel like I should be choosing me. Mm. Um, Little did I know that by choosing me, I can show up for other people in a much more powerful way. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But showing up if you're not showing up for yourself mm-hmm. at least the way that I'm showing up for myself now um I can't be the best version of me for anyone else or for me right and that's what matters exactly um 
yeah. I know. I think it's it's such a funny, and we were talking about this, like, I think it's such a funny concept because you'd think it'd be so obvious, but somehow it's not. Like, I think when I get invited to plans or something, I kind of just make, like, a snap judgment in my head of whether that's something I want to do or not. Yeah. I don't really think about, like, the situation as a whole. Um, I'm just like, oh, no, like, going out and socializing, like, late at night on Friday, like, nope. Like, <laughs> it doesn't nope. <laughs> doesn't go beyond that or, like, you know, like, oh, a big, big social event, like, big party. And I'll do those things, like, if I have to. But, honestly, like, my immediate reaction is, like, in my head, I'm like, that's not, that's not my preference. Um, <laughs> you know, it's so... Yeah. But I, at the same time, like, I'm trying to work on, like, taking a step back and being like, okay, is this something that would fill my cup or not? Even though it's not something I typically do mm-hmm. and fills, like, my cup normally, if I were to be doing that all the time, I'm like, okay, who am I going to be hanging out with? Like, what's going to be going on? Like, maybe this would be good for me. Maybe it will, you know, put me out of my comfort zone, which could be a really good thing. And so trying to sort of, like actually check in with my body and like intuitively like how do I feel about the situation like okay envisioning myself going and doing that like how does that make me feel versus just making a decision out of the you know just right away without even really thinking about it of like what I'm gonna do yeah no I thought I think that's really interesting how you say you know like will this kind of take me out of my comfort zone Mm. like check in with my body because you know, for a really long time, really large groups gave me so much anxiety. And I started looking around my surroundings and Mm. I was like, who am I with? Mm. Are these people that are filling my cup or draining me? Do I feel safe in this situation? Is my body in fight or flight? Like, how am I feeling? And I quickly came to the realization that maybe I, I actually didn't It's not that I don't like large groups. It's that maybe I wasn't in a group that I felt the safest, most comfortable with, right? Right. Because with my current partner, he has a very large friend group. And I think that I can finally say that I'm friends with a lot of those people. And I have so much fun in that group, right? right? Yeah. Obviously, the first few times I was like, social anxiety. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, But now I can't wait to go hang out with all of them. And... So I think it really does show, you know, what people are you around? Who's making you feel comfortable? What, like, what's your preference? You know, are these people my preference? Are they not? Um, And, you know, like, we just got to hang out with a bunch of our college friends. Right. And that felt so So good. good. Right? And that was a large group. And it was, like, the most comfortable you could ever be. Right. So it just, it got me thinking again, okay, maybe I actually don't have a ton of social anxiety Mm -hmm. and I just need to feel comfortable right with this big group of people exactly and that's like not trying to hurt anyone's feelings but I think it's I think it's really important for me to recognize that my body usually is Is right telling you you know exactly it's usually telling me something it's like hey This isn't a good place for you personally to be right now. Right. And I don't know. It's like, listen to that. It's so crazy too. Cause it's like, it's, it's so obvious yet we don't pay attention to it. Like, I think one of the first times I started noticing that is like my home group meeting for AA. Whenever, you know, we, we always stay and like talk and everything after like, 
for half an hour, sometimes an hour, like after the meeting. And every time I go home, I'd be like buzzing almost. I'd be like, oh my God, I could go to the gym. I could go and run right now. Yeah. Like, so much freaking energy. And it's like 8 p.m., you know? Yeah. Um, but it's because the people I'm around, like that just fills my cup and like it just gives me so much energy. And then like times when I'm around people that maybe I don't align with, yeah. I'll get home and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so drained, yep. you know? Totally. And, and it's so obvious yet I think like we just ignore that stuff. Like we don't see those as signals. At least I haven't for a long time. And just like yeah. becoming more like self-aware of like my body and how I'm feeling and like checking in with myself constantly makes me realize like, oh, like I have the ability to like see what people in situations serve me and don't serve me you know no I love that and you know I feel like I feel like we are pretty self-aware and I think you know being a people pleaser I have always wanted to make sure that other people are happy before myself Mm -hmm. so even if a situation wasn't serving me I didn't care because if it was serving someone else that's what mattered to me And since I've, you know, I think Al-Anon and therapy and, you know, vulnerable friendships have really helped me learn that if I am not serving myself and if I am not in a place where the people are serving me, how can I, how just, how can I show show up, up, right? You know, like how, how do I be me? Right. And I think that also kind of goes with is like feeling comfortable in a large group of people. Right, like feeling safe. Feeling yeah. safe and mm-hmm. being yourself. Right. You know, I remember my one of my ex-boyfriends from college very flat out told me that like some of his friends just didn't like me. And I was like, that is a crazy thing to just tell me like that. But okay. Mm-hmm. And I was very self-conscious and I was like, oh, they mm-hmm. don't like me. They don't right. like me. So I think I did a pretty good job of suppressing who I was for a while because I am a pretty loud, outspoken personality and I know the people that care about me love that about me. Right. And I'm not everyone's preference. Right. And I get that. Right. And I'm okay with it, you right. know? Right, exactly. And I think another thing I want to talk about too, like, and know what you think about this, like, so when we do have to be in situations that aren't our preference – because say you know our partner wants to do something and it's important to them to like yeah you know our partner partners <laughs> Are we- <laughs> no okay okay so say you know say like your partner wants to attend a work event or something and you know you're like oh I just don't know how I feel about this like that gives me social anxiety like yeah how do you do that and still set boundaries for yourself so you're not uncomfortable and you don't feel unsafe but still like be there and be able to show up like for your partner and like yeah understand that that is important to them (laughs) well once I know I'll let you know no (laughs) but um I think that's a really great question and I don't think I've been in a situation yet where Mm. I have had to do that right but if I did (laughs) I I mean, I feel like I've had to show up for other people, right, you know, right. in ways that necessarily, I don't want to say have made me feel uncomfortable, but like social situations where I was like, I don't know if I really want to be here. Right. And I think it's about, you know, 
understanding that you're supporting someone that you love and that you care right. about. And it might not be something that you're really stoked about or really want to be there. Isn't necessarily like your vibe, mm-hmm. but you know, it's the vibe of the person you love. Right. And if they're happy, you can be happy for them in that situation. Right. And I think it's important to not make everything about us. Yeah. Right. I know. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we both are very aware that we we both do that. We both do that. Yes. You know, um, we're just main character energy <laughs> main all the time. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> no, but um, you know, like that event isn't about us. It's mm-hmm. about someone else. And you know, I think it's important to show up for other people, mm-hmm. even though you necessarily maybe don't want to that right. day. Right. And you don't have to do that every single right. day. Exactly. You know, you can set that boundary and be like, you know what? I'm like, I've had a long week <laughs> and I can't right. show up like that to right. this week. I can't, I can't go to that event. Right. But if it's like, you know, three weeks from now when you commit, you know, personally, I would try and follow through yeah. and be like, all right, I'm here to support you. I'm here to have a good time. It's not about you. It might make you right. nervous, but just like, let's breathe. Let's yep. have a good time. Be yourself and go have as much fun as you possibly can. Right. Right. Exactly. No, I love that. And it's like, I think it's just constantly like such a balance of, okay, like I'm going to do things and put myself in situations that make me feel good and don't make me feel uncomfortable. Like, you know, no, I'm not going to go to that person's birthday party at a bar because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, even though I do care about them, I can show up for them in other ways, right? Like, totally. I can, you know, bring them flowers or something, do something else nice, like, for their birthday. Um, but then, like, if there is something that I need to show up for, like, that is a social event, like, reminding myself that this isn't about me in this situation. Like, this isn't really a choice that I need to make based on, like, whether, like, it's good for me or not because at the end of the day like it's a partnership is like 50 50 and you know you like put in what yeah a partnership a friendship right whatever it might be I think there's such there's such value in being able to be to show up for the Mm -hmm. people that you like that matter in your life right kind of no matter how that looks um and let me tell you, like, there have been times where I really don't want to go do something. Right. Right. I'm like, that is literally the last thing I want to do. <laughs> but I know this person was really looking forward to it. Right. And I did say yes a few weeks ago, so I'm going right. to follow through with that. Right. And most of the time I end up having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Or I have some social anxiety and it was an experience that I had to go through <laughs> and I got through it. You know right, what I exactly. Mean? I also I also think it's important to you know, not just be, be like, yeah, we should only be saying yes to things that make us feel comfortable. Mm, right. Because I love going out of my yep. comfort zone. I think it's yep. so important for us to be challenged in like, in a ton of different ways. Right. I, mean, I remember I started talking to you about Cycle when I first started it. And yeah. I was like, I was so scared yeah. to go because I didn't know, I, I knew nothing about yeah. it. I had never even like clipped into a bike or anything. And it's ended up being literally like my saving grace at the yeah, end of the day. Right. So I think there's so much value into showing up for things that might scare you mm-hmm. at first. And that's not to say, yeah, put yourself in unsafe situations <laughs> that make you feel uncomfortable. Because right. that's crazy. Right. But to put yourself in situations where you can be challenged in a really positive way, I think mm-hmm. is important. And 
a little social anxiety never killed anyone has given me many hives before, but it hasn't <laughs> killed me. Nervous rash. <laughs> My nervous rash. But, yeah. No, I know. Exactly. And I think, you know, there is so much to be said about getting uncomfortable and out of your comfort zone, like, for a good reason. Like, with, with yeah. the intention behind it of being like, okay, like, this feels like something I want to do, even though I'm scared to do it, so I'm going to do it, you know? Totally. Um, but, which I know, like, was, for me, um, I've just been reflecting on stuff a lot because just over, like, a year ago, I was, like, in that very uncomfortable living situation and really had nowhere where I felt, like, really comfortable and safe. Like, not having, like, a comfortable home to come home to is, like, so hard. And especially going from that in my previous living situation to that again, like, yeah. with just different circumstances... But it pushed me, like, it pushed me so hard to do things that I didn't want to do that made me uncomfortable. And it's, like, how I have grown, like, the roots that I have here today, like, in Denver and Littleton. And, like, I I wouldn't have any of that stuff if I, like, wasn't, you know, if I didn't have to get out of my comfort zone and do those things and, like, build a community, you know? Um, Totally. And I mean... Watching watching you from last year to now is, like, incredible because mm-hmm. you went from an uncomfortable living situation to another uncomfortable situation to an uncomfortable, <laughs> an uncomfortable situation where you had to ask for a lot of help. Right, right. And that was incredible, right? Right. Being able to be vulnerable and ask for that help and receive that mm-hmm. help. And then starting, you know, Orange Theory and then saying, I hate running and then running multiple 5Ks (laughs) and like never cycling and then came to a cycling class with me. Like, oh my God, if you would have told me, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So I think it's so cool to watch the progression, I mean, of over like the last year and it's like, oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah. where are we going to be next year? It's you know? so true. Unstoppable. It's that's where. It's <laughs> so true. And it's such a good reminder for whenever things do pop up that I, like, don't want to do, like, you know, or I think is, like, hard and, like, not yeah. tangible. Like, I love you. And you, <laughs> you pushed me recently I on something. You. Like, and that's why I love, like, our friendship. Like, we really just kind of check each other. It's like, you're wrong. You should I... probably just do it. <laughs> No, and, like, little did I know, my mom was like, yeah, I agree with Hannah Jane. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's all learning process. But it is a good reminder for me, like, in the future, like, when I have things and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that or not. I'm like, nope, nope, remember what got you here to where you are right now. It's doing those things you didn't really want to do, you know. I also think it's important for us to, like, be reminded that, we're in relationships now that are very different from what what we have been in in the past. So there's like a lot of healing mm-hmm. going on right, right now in a really good way. Right. But I think both of us are experiencing a lot of like stuff. Yeah. But it's very similar where it's like, yeah. whoa, this like person can communicate with their words. Like yeah. that's kind of crazy. I think it's a perfect segue into kind of like <laughs> what we've classic. <laughs> what what we were also talking about too I mean like this just goes to the piece of we were talking about like figuring out like who you feel safe around yeah you know and I don't know for me I had this like very eye-opening conversation with my sponsor um because I told her I was like you know it's so crazy because for a while I think I was like 
had to be thrown into all these situations where I had to become like so hyper independent and like do everything on my own and then ask for help, but then still just like, you know, plant my feet on the ground and like get everything done. And then, and did like so much work on myself before getting into this relationship, this new relationship. And, um, but then I, I, you know, I was talking to her and I was like, God, like, I'm just noticing so many things about myself and I'm like grateful that I have self-awareness around it, but I'm just like, Ooh, like there's a little tinge of codependency right there. Like there's like a little bit of, you know, like just noticing things like, I mean like, Oh, why am I the way that I am? Like, you know, and I getting like frustrated with myself, like, Oh, I should be more evolved like at this (laughs) point in my life. And, or I, I shouldn't be able to like, like I shouldn't be making mistakes like that, you know? And, um, and so I asked her, I was like, why is that happening when I'm like in a really healthy relationship? Like, I feel like I'm going to just, you know, fuck it up. Yeah. And she was like, well, because now like you finally have a safe space to like work through those things with your partner and you and I were talking about it. Like things are triggering in relationships, especially when you get into a new relationship after doing like a lot of healing work like those things are going to come up because mm-hmm. you're you're out here practicing everything on your own but then you're not actually like you know in the field like getting yeah. those situations putting it into practice so to well, speak like, it's true because you do like i mean like we've done a lot of healing by ourselves right as like single women right and then you get into a relationship and you're like wait what <laughs> like this, I didn't realize that this was, like, an issue or, like, yeah. something that was triggering for me or something, right. whatever. It's like, yeah, because you haven't had a person to work that out with. Right. And now you do. Right. And it's really nice to have a supportive partner to go through that with because, right. from my experience, very understanding. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I am, like, shocked. From my my review on it so far, that it's very been. understanding, kind of crazy. Sometimes I have some moments. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but you know, like we're all out here yeah. learning, yes. as we all know. Um, and we're not perfect. <laughs> and sometimes I like regress to like little Hannah Jane of like being reactive, like mm-hmm. I'm like yeah. whoa. You're like, wow, that was... mm -hmm." I might be in my late 20s, but I just went to 14-year-old Hannah Jane right there. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, um, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) and I I feel grateful, like, to have that safe space. Like, because, you know, I think my mind immediately goes to, like, just being, like, hard on myself. Like, no, I have to be this perfect person and show up perfectly. And it's like, what the <laughs> world? <laughs> who does that? Who's that who is perfectly who is out here? <laughs> who is out here showing up perfectly? My partner. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. But no, and and I'm just I'm grateful that I do get the opportunity to do that, and that I have that like little light bulb thanks to my sponsor being like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And it's like we're both gonna like trigger certain things and like work through those things together and you know and like have to like move through that stuff and be like oh okay like I think it's just all the self-awareness being like oh hey when you said that like it made me feel this and I'm thinking about and I'm realizing that is you know that made me feel that way because of x y and z that's happened in the past and so like I just want to express that to you that like 
that makes me feel uncomfortable, you know? Totally. I think, like, being able to identify those things (laughs) that make you feel kind of weird, and you're like, oh, wait, that's why I feel like that. That makes a lot more sense now. Right. And, you know, I think um, I also have wanted to show up perfectly before, (laughs) and that's literally insane of me to ask of myself. Mm -hmm. Because um, when I'm a human, the word perfect literally doesn't exist yeah. in the universe yeah. for moi, right. personally. Right. And um, thank God, because if I was perfect, I wouldn't be able to learn. And I love learning, because mm-hmm. I learn so much every single day. <laughs> but um, I think for me, it's been really helpful identifying those things that do trigger me. Because there are quite a few little tiny things. <laughs> and... Um, I didn't realize how reactive I I used to be until I started, like, looking at myself. Like, literally being able to sit with myself and hear myself and be like, whoa, your attitude just changed dramatically, right. Hannah Jane. Like, what did that person say that triggered you? And I think some of my – some of the stuff that I feel really bad about is how friends – can kind of perceive my stuff Mm. where it's like someone will say something and it annoys me but it doesn't annoy me because they said anything it's just like I don't it's like a weird projection that Mm -hmm. I'm projecting onto them and I'm like oh my god Hannah Jane don't be weird and mean because that has like literally nothing to do with you and So I think that's been some of, like, the stuff that I've had to focus on of really understanding why, like, where these projections are coming from and then identifying them and then apologizing, like, as soon as I can see those. Because I don't want to live my life in constant, like, regret, right? I don't want want that. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be mean to the people that I care Mm -hmm. about in my life. And I want to be able to understand what I'm projecting onto others and why I'm doing that. It's like, okay, what wound in little Hannah Jane is not, is, you know, not right. being fixed right now. Right. It doesn't have a very solid bandaid on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like, you know, the concept of like, what kind of coping mechanisms or what, you know, an AA, like character defects and stuff do we have that we learned as a form of protection yes throughout our lives that are no longer serving us you know turns out there's a lot there's a lot (laughs) there's so (laughs) quite a bit yes um but sitting down and like really analyzing that stuff and being like wow okay i do these things or i respond this way in certain situations because, you know, that I learned that that's what I needed to do when I was a kid. But, like, now, the way it's showing up, like, in, you know, whatever. I can't think of a good example. But, like, it's showing up in, like, this situation is not serving me or anybody else. Well, I can, I can kind of give an example. Like, one of my um, pretty big emotions that I had to address was my anger mm-hmm. and where my anger was coming from. Um, because yes, there are definitely moments in time where being angry is so valid. And I'm not trying to say you can't be angry ever because that's no, because anger is a very powerful and important emotion Mm -hmm. 
when used in a way to when when it's need when it needs to be I realized that I was using my anger as a mask for my sadness mm. and I was getting angry because I didn't know how to be vulnerable and sad with other people because I was so overwhelmed and it was scared. I felt really alone and I felt really lonely for a long time, not just, you know, just in general. And anger was always there as an emotion mm. to kind of just protect myself. Right. It was like, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine. I'm mad, <clears throat> yeah. you know? And that served me at right. a specific time in my life. And it doesn't serve me how it used to. Right. You know, it was a protection that I needed against, you know. It was familiar. It was familiar. And right. I needed that. Mm-hmm. But now I know that I can be angry when I have to be. And it's like I'm able to kind of identify the emotions that I need to have in a moment. Right. You know? Does right. That right. Make right. Any sense? Yeah, absolutely. And okay. like putting words to it too, you know? Yeah. Not just like. Oh, like I feel all this like in me and being like, okay, like, do I feel frustrated about this situation? Like, do I feel resentful like about the situation? Like, actually putting words to it rather than just being like, ah, I feel a fire <laughs> in yeah. me well, about think, this. Yeah, I think I felt a lot of fire lately because of the state of the world. There are so many things going on that just make me really angry and really sad. Mm-hmm. And instead of just being like, oh, I just hate everything. It's like, okay, like there are very valid reasons to be angry and sad right now. Mm-hmm. And we can identify them. We can, you know, mm-hmm. I know what's going on. Right. But I don't have to project that onto someone that I love. You right, know? Like, exactly. oh, this thing happened and I'm mad at you. Right. It's like that thing right. happened and I'm mad at that situation. Right. But, hey, how are you doing? Right. Yeah, well, right. And, like, I think that is something we talked about, too, is, like, sometimes I think for – I don't want to speak for you, but, like, I think you and I are the kind of people where our emotions are very big. Yeah, baby. And we're both very emotional human beings, yeah. which I think is, you know, has its good and bad to it. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> We're very empathetic, but at the same time, like, it's sometimes it's, like, hard to have such big emotions, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. And so it's, like, remembering when we are expressing those emotions emotions to other people that, like, sometimes, like, it's not always about us. And, like, I know I, yeah. I immediately gravitate towards, okay, this is what I'm feeling, and so I have to express this, like, yes. to my partner, and I have to get it out. And, like, not really considering whether or not he's in a place to, like, receive that, you know? Totally. So that totally. is something I'm working on. Yes. I think the big emotions thing is very accurate. I just lot. picture, like, a big bubble. Like, yeah. I'm just like, this is me and my emotions. <laughs> this is me and my like, emotions. Don't burst it because don't be crazy. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And I agree. And I think I... I've been trying so hard to, because I'm so empathetic, it can be really exhausting being around people. And so I've been really, I think, intentional on trying to not take on people's emotions. Like if someone else is sad, I can feel their sadness for them. Right. But it's not not my sadness to feel because once again, it's not about me. Right. That person is sad and I can let them be sad on their side of the street. Right. My side of the street, 
Mm-hmm. I'm not sad. Playing. I'm just I'm just listening, right? Which can be really hard. Being I know. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm like, I know. said, I'm also sad. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm like, I <laughs> literally feel your pain more than you do. Like, like I, like, I, I got it. My heart is hurting. For you. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, stop uh, your heart doesn't yeah, hurt. You're totally right. fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think sometimes, you know, it's hard kind of gauging that because I think, I think w- when you do feel those emotions, it just feels like you can't really focus on anything else. And so it's like, yeah. ah, I have to get this out. And then sometimes like that's not what the other person needs in that situation or maybe it's something that I can go share with somebody else you know that does have the capacity to receive it like I can call you and like scream about something on the phone (laughs) and I don't need to do it to my boyfriend who's just worked 16 hours you know like that's like it's kind of reading that and it's like reading the room which I don't think (laughs) either of us have been good at I'm like read the room but shouldn't the room Room be me me? (laughs) you know Wow, we are just out here. We really are. Where it's like, you know, it's like, oh, everything I have to say, everyone else wants to hear. Yeah. And what I have to say is very important. Right. So everyone should be listening. When little do I know that it, once again, isn't, <laughs> isn't about, about me. Yep. Um, so I, <laughs> I, I think it is important, you know, trying to identify who is you know, like capable of receiving what you right. want, what, what you want to share, right? Because I think that there are sometimes where you have really good news to share, and you mm. really want to share it, and you're mm-hmm. so happy about it, and you're expecting someone else to, to have, react a certain way. Yeah, yeah, and then when they don't, you're like, they're like, hey, you don't care about me. You were supposed <laughs> to be really excited for exactly. me, and you just said, hey, congrats. Yeah, I was. I wanted like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> where are the fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, where's yeah. the immediate, like, right enthusiasm, you know? Right. And I am someone who is so, like, I, like, the tone of someone's language is so important to me. Right. And I'm like, well, if you're not being like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. I'm like, well, you just literally could care less. Right. So that, right. you know, that hurts me. So I'm really trying hard not to take that one personally. Right, right. And being like, okay, you know what? Is this person, does this person have the capacity to receive this information and, like, match me on my level of excitement? You know what I mean? Because if they don't, it's like, save it for tomorrow. You know what I mean? Or tell somebody else. Tell someone else who you know will, like, give you what you need at that moment. Exactly. And, you know, like, there's, there's something to be said about, like, knowing like I guess knowing what people can give you Mm -hmm. you know right and it's like I know I can call you and some Mm -hmm. of my best friends and tell you news and you'll be like so excited for me right but I know that if I am calling like someone and it's late and they're tired and I'm like oh my god they're like okay can I talk to you tomorrow yeah right I'd be immediately sad exactly that's that's not fair of me to expect them to give me everything when right. they can't. Right, exactly. And I think it's just, like, seeing your part in it, right? Like, because it's... Yeah. Because I, I know I've done in the past, like, so many times, I'd be like, wow, like, 
they just like don't they're just like not happy for me you know like they just don't or care just be like wow they just don't care you know or like oh that really bummed me out because I was like want without really even thinking about like hey like that was your choice to like share this with somebody who you knew probably wasn't really in like the appropriate place to give you the reaction you were hoping for you yeah. know oh my god so. but also just like having an expectation that isn't yes. met like We've we've talked oh about that gosh. good old expectation. It's very challenging still. <laughs> it's still so challenging because it's like, wait, wh- what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, and it's so hard to go into things without expectations. But man, it's worse when you do go in with expectations, it and really then it's is. different than it what really you. Really is. Which I, it's just. It, yeah, it's a daily practice to have to be like, you know what, man, whatever comes my way, comes my way. I'm yeah. not going to try to, like, figure out what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, like, with this goddamn job search. Sierra. <laughs> I'm, like, okay. I'm like, you know, it's just, like, no expectations, just trusting that whatever's going to happen is supposed to happen and will happen. But that is a let's say hourly practice (laughs) it is minute by minute minute, day by day kind of thing so but it is you know it's better than trying to you know be like okay this situation has to change by this date and it has to work out the way that I'm envisioning it to work out. Yeah. And then feeling disappointed when it doesn't and then being totally shut off to like the universe's plan for me, you know? Totally. I mean, it's so hard to go in with expectations and it's also really hard to just be like, all right, it's going to happen. So everything's going to be okay. But it's like, I feel like it's like teamwork, you know, like they meet halfway. It's like, Half, you know, doing your due diligence, which you have been doing, and half really being okay with the outcome. Right. Whatever that is. Right. You know, and knowing that your higher power is there for you. Right. And knowing that you're there for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you have a really good support system. Right. Exactly. And I don't know, man, but those expectations, it just, it never ends well. Mm-hmm. And, oh. I don't know. I've been um, not, like, holding myself to, like, you know when you tell yourself you're going to do something mm-hmm. and you one day you don't do it mm-hmm. and you're like, darn, that mm-hmm. was crazy of me right. not to do that. Right. I did that a few days ago. And it was just, like, a good reminder to be like, wow, like, this is why consistency for me matters. Right. This is why I do have to show up for myself because the one day I don't is the one day I feel kind of sad. Yeah. Right. Right. Or it's like, it's the one day where I don't feel as good as I have been, you know, the last few days. Which that's like, goes back to what we originally started talking about, right? It's like, you know, what things, what choices, what are we doing day to day that do make us feel good and don't make us feel good? It sounds so elementary, but it's so important. So elementary, just took 20 something, (laughs) how many years? (laughs) 27, 28 years to figure it out, that's all. But it's kind of like crazy because I feel like as a toddler I just kind of did whatever I wanted it was like oh I don't want to go to that kid's birthday I'm not friends with that (laughs) you know or like oh I don't want to go to the playground with that person like we're not we're not that close exactly and now I'm just like yes I will literally do anything for anyone else exactly um and it's funny to me because it's like I have a lot of people that I love and that I care about 
and it's not that I don't want to show up for people. It's that I know that I need to show up for me first. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, that was a really good conversation. I'm it glad was. we got to do this <laughs> like too. together. Hopefully, the hum isn't too bad for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I know I wish I wish this was one of those where like it could have been a video recording. I know. We were very animated. <laughs> we were, and um, June was being June was being main character. She was. Yeah, she and found she right all now. the loudest, squeakiest toys humanly possible. <laughs> And she is not apologizing for it. No, she is like, I do She's not like care. Unapologetic. <laughs> She's the most unapologetic I queen I know. She really is. She her. does what she does with no regrets. Yes. <laughs> I love it for her. <gasps> oh. Well, well, thank you guys yeah, for listening. We, we love you guys. Um, let us know how it's been with an episode every two weeks. We yeah. might kind of reassess towards the end of the summer and f- yeah. figure out, you know. Um, whether we're going to go back to um, every week or kind of what the plan is. So let us know. Thanks, guys, as always, for listening. And we'll catch you in two weeks. Catch you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.